game show contestants suck. Buenos dias. Hola. How are you? Good. I like your Christmas shirt. Thank you. It's the Griswold family Christmas. Hold it up for everybody. <laughs> it looks nice. Yeah. I was thinking about wearing it like this through the whole episode. <laughs> but it's way up in my pits and it makes my f- face look even fatter. There we go. How's that? Ooh, you look slender. <laughs> yeah. See, this is fat me. And then this is skinny me. And if you're listening on the podcast, I have my shirt up like Cornholio. <laughs> it's like giving birth right there. Messed up my hair. There Uh-oh. it is. There it is. <laughs> you going for like a Conan look tonight? Yeah. Well, you know, uh, I use a product. I can't remember what it's called, but it smells like uh, uh, like pine tar like what the baseball players use to grip the baseball that they're not supposed to use but they still use it because now they all have beards and they put that shit in their beards and when you see them stroke their beard they're getting more shit on their hands so they can grip the ball better is that a true story that's that's a real that's my theory i don't know if it's true but that's my theory oh it's believable yeah it's believable enough i had to ask if it was believable or not See, there you go. That's how we spread rumors. And <laughs> um, and my greeting, you know, I said buenos dias. I said buenas noches, I think, last episode. I, I figured I would come up with different um, either accents or languages to greet us for oh. every podcast. But I'm going to run out okay. real soon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was thinking like Australian for this one. Like, good day, mate. <laughs> and that's the start of the episode. Put another shrimp on the Barbie. Let's that was a really not. bad one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah, what's crapping? Um, okay. Correct me if I'm wrong. This mm-hmm. is the longest month ever in the entire history of the world. Um, it's yeah. No, we're it, today's May. Today's May twenty fifth, twenty twenty two. Longest month ever. That's okay. Uh, uh, today, I asked someone, like, hey, because uh, there was a meeting that I wasn't going to be able to go to, unfortunately. And um, it was at 1 o'clock yesterday. And I go, hey, you're going to be able to make that meeting at 1 o'clock today? And and it was a text message. And I just get a reply, um, yeah, I was there yesterday at 1 o'clock. I lost a whole fucking day. I don't know what happened to it. Probably because... Yesterday, we were supposed to record, and I texted you, and I was like, I can't record. Like, I was in a foul mood. You ever have one of those days? Um, I was almost that way this afternoon, but then I it was like, nope, we did this yesterday, and I'm very good at putting shit off until Sorry. the world your, is over. Yeah, I stole your procrastination today. Um, you, ew. I was in, ugh, what's on your finger? What is that? <laughs> Who is that? Skeletor up in this motherfucker? We just no got arms? him today and you can see that he's armless. Yeah. He was he was assless earlier today, but we found his ass. Oh but good. I we found his ass in the woods. You should find your own ass. We 
Um, but I think there's like sap on his face and I just touched it. So, Gross. you know, I'm not have sap on my fingers until next Friday. That'll be fun. Well, let the kitties lick it off. They'll lick it off. Have you met these ones? Yeah. If, they look like they lick a lot of buttholes. <laughs> if it ain't rat bait, they ain't licking it. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's a butthole of some type, then they're licking, mm-hmm. licking for mm-hmm. days. Yeah, except for Butters, he's a he's a butthole sniffer, and then he has cat stinky face. Do you Ugh. know what face I'm talking about? Oh yeah, where it's like the lips are back and the teeth are out and the mouth is open, and he looks offended. Like <sighs> he's the one that smelled the butthole that wasn't even his. So yeah, that's so grody. Such a grody <laughs> butthole. <laughs> you have valley cats. I do. Fucking, they're so grody. <laughs> But yes, so I am aware of what a foul day feels like. I wanted oh to have God. one today, but I I bucked it up. Yeah, I I was in such a foul mood. Like I really wanted to record because I love doing this, but like I was in one of those those mindsets where it's like I can't say anything nice or anything funny right now because I I I I'm ready to tell people to fuck off. Like when you start running those scenarios through your head where you're like. If, if that person approaches me, I might just pull a gun out. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that, like and you, that's... you were going postal for the postal service. Yeah. Okay. Legit. Like, just having a bad day. Started off with shitty drivers, and then it just, it just snowballed from there. I was super fucking tired all day. Somebody said, well, maybe you have monkey pox, but then I discovered what, how you contract monkey pox. Have you heard about that? Monkey pox is a thing now? Um, monkey pox is a thing, and I saw recently saw a meme where it started in one of the Planet of the Apes movies where the <laughs> human kissed the monkey lady. <laughs> I didn't see that. That's very believable. But um, I also heard it was contracted through butt fucking. And I have not been doing any of that, either either on either side, front or back. So I'm pretty sure I didn't have monkey pox. Plus I would have like braille and shit on my hands, which my hands are clear. Um, I also saw um, apparently crock pox is coming around where people get sunburned with their crocs on and end up with just dots on their feet. (laughs) Jesus Christ. People, we just got out of a pandemic. We don't need more shit like this. I mean, monkey pox, crock pox. What's next? Uh, Yeah, people are starting to freak out about that monkey pox, though. Is it what is it real? It's a real thing. Yeah, I, it's, I the, admit it's it. in the headlines. So this is the thing. I spend a great deal of my morning time waking up at work with my cup of coffee reading the news. But I have in the last You're week reading the wrong news. I'm not even reading the news. It, like I kind of chipped at it away a little bit today. But quite frankly, um, anybody who's a big enough dick to mow down a school of little kids Jesus made me angry enough that i had to stop reading the news almost yeah, immediately. no that's fucking disgusting and like i i you know i it scares the hell out of me having kids in a public school because you just never fucking know now but, thankfully here we we've had school resource officers for many years but i don't think that's a deterrent i honestly don't well did the last I don't have you read much about that shooting today? No, no. No, I mean like you read today. Sick. The shooting wasn't today, but read about it today. No, because I, I mean I, I've listened to some some uh, news outlets. I haven't done a whole lot of reading on it, but um, it just it, it upsets me. It frustrates me. 
So I don't, somebody's going to be in trouble, but this is the thing. There was an incident prior to him arriving at school, at the mm -hmm. school. Plus he was 18. What the fuck are you doing at elementary school anyway? Like, what the fuck? I don't know. But anyway, so there was an incident prior, and I don't remember what the incident was because, remember, I got mad and quit reading. Right. But then he was in the car, and he crashed the car that he was in near right. the school and then right. went to the school and was approached by officers, right. school officers. And then yeah, but somehow, were they armed? I heard something that they weren't armed. They were like security guards that the school district they, hires or something. They called them like they called them resource officers. So okay, well, I don't know. I don't know what that means because in Oregon it means you're an armed officer. Exactly. You're 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 an officer of the department that that has jurisdiction over that school. So like for us, yes. like our sheriff's office provides school resource officers, right? That right. Are, that are full on deputized, like. They wear the badge. They they literally the, the went same, from patrol into the school. The same thing that they're wearing when they're wrestling naked meth heads is what they're going to wear yes. when they're going into your your school. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And you and for us, like again, I I feel like we're very lucky where we live because our officers deal with a wide variety of shit as as most officers do, if especially if you've been a beat cop anywhere, right? Mm -hmm. But uh, these are folks that are trained and have experience in all types of things. Now you can never mm -hmm. really fully train for an active shooter in a school. No. Right. No. Like right? how, but, like how would like other than like hanging out in Chicago, how would you? Yeah, exactly. Unfortunately. Right. But, um, but what they do have is the training, the experience, and then the muscle memory, because they've gone through these different training scenarios so much that when your adrenaline kicks in, your muscle memory takes over, right? And so when you have somebody that has a weapon that is shooting at people or shooting at yourself, the muscle memory is to stop the threat. You pull your weapon, you're, you match them with use of force, right? Because there's this use of force continuum that is law. Right. And if they have a deadly weapon, you match them with a deadly weapon. So you pull your sidearm and you stop the threat. So I, so I, it'll be interesting to see when it comes out that the investigation who fucked up. Yeah. Because the, because he was confronted by a resource officer and granted, we don't know if they're armed or not in Texas. I mean, right. it's Texas. You would think that I they would. would. Think. Yeah. And, and he was seen getting out of the wrecked vehicle with a rifle and a backpack. Yeah. Wouldn't you just pop him in the back of the kneecap when he was turned around into the school building and just end it? I mean, like if I saw if I saw somebody on school grounds step out of a vehicle with a rifle, any kind of weapon, it doesn't even have to be a real rifle because you can get airsoft rifles that look legit. You can get Nerf guns now that look legit. Right. Like, OK, you're we, stepping we out found... of your vehicle with a gun. I'm going to match you with a gun and you're not, we're going to figure this out before anything else happens. Right. Yeah. And, and clearly that school has not, does not have some of the door security that our local schools have. Cause I don't know about the school that your kids go to, but mine, there's like a ring doorbell that you have to hit before you walk into the doors and they have to see you and let yeah. you in. Yeah. They have that vestibule there. Um, I've always called it a man trap, right? Where you can get through the first door, but you can't get through the second door. So you're kind of stuck mm. in that area, right? But yeah, they do the mm -hmm. same thing. So, but you can't just go straight into the school, right? 
So you go through the first door. There's a door on the right that's controlled by the office. And same thing. You have to like, hey, knock on the door. They visually check you out real quick, which let's be honest. They're not trained to profile anybody, mm-hmm. right? No. They're not trained to look for, oh, maybe he's got a gun in his belt or what's that behind his back? No, they're not trained. for These are front desk staff. They're making barely above minimum wage to answer well, and the I, phone. And I will say, so the school that my son attends, he attends in an outbuilding. They built an, it's an older school with a new okay. outbuilding that's separate. And so there is a ring bell to get into that thing. But I have learned, I have learned that if I ring that bell and kind of step back a little bit, they buzz me right in. Because I think they think I'm a kid fucking around out there. But if I ring the bell and stand there, they will question who I am and what I'm doing. Oh, crazy. So so there's so it, like a visual element to it, like a camera. It's like, it's like a ring doorbell where you hit it, it rings, and they can see you. But if you hit it, like you said, and you kind of get out of the field of vision of the camera, then you're, you're in like Flynn. Yeah, they, they don't really check you because I've or or if I'm standing behind my child, they I can just walk right in after him. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, so, and, well, but is it crazy, though? Like, I mean, I, I think about my own work center, right? Like we get so complacent, right? Like my work center is locked 24 seven. Employees have badges. If you don't have the right badge, you don't get in. Right. But we have the same thing. We have a doorbell. Granted, we, we don't have the remote lock unlock function, but we greet you at the door. Well, in order for me to talk to you, I got to open the door. Mm-hmm. I mean, if there's two of you, even one of you, if you're a strong person, I'm going to be challenged. I mean, yeah, you know, it's, even, even if even if you're not a strong person and you're caught off guard, you're going to be challenged. You're going to be challenged. And then they could. Then yeah. they've got full access to the place. Right. Right. And uh, none of these older buildings are designed for active shooters. Um, so once somebody gets in there, it's almost impossible to get out of these buildings without getting in the field of fire. Right. right. Like you, you think about old schools, most don't have a door that goes immediately to the outside. It's only to the hallway. Well, where's the shooter in the hallway mowing kids down. Right. And ah. I, and you're, you're absolutely right. Because I remember, you know, I don't know what the school's like now. It can't be a whole lot different. But I, when I was going to school, that's the way it was. There was the only door in and out of the entire classroom was the door, right? And but in the new building that my son goes to, because it only has been open for a year and a half, um, they there is no. If I remember right, there's not even door handles on the outside of the doors. That mm-hmm. are, but there's a door in it. There's a door in each classroom, a secondary door. But I don't think you can enter any of them. I think they're only exit doors. Yeah, I'm trying to think because uh, the school that my kids go to, it's relatively new construction. And with schools now, they do design them for these kind of scenarios, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I'm not 100% sure I should know about the exterior doors. I'm pretty confident every classroom has an exterior door that remains locked 24-7. Mm-hmm. But then uh, each classroom is connected with a bathroom. Right. And so if there's an active shooter in the hallway, you can get to every single classroom without going into the hallway. Interesting. Yeah. And so you can shuttle kids around to different rooms based on where the shooter is and and do your best. Right. I mean, you're you're screwed either way, but you can at least do your best to try to get kids in different directions. Yeah, I'll have to pay attention the next time I take him into the building to see if they've got if they've got doors between the rooms and see if it's been designed like that. Yeah. 
Yeah. So yeah, it's it's just so. Yeah, it sucks. Like I, I, I can't imagine what those parents are going through. Like school is a few days away from getting out. You're gearing up for summer break as a kid. Like I'm putting myself in in the mindset of those kids. Like, cool, summer's almost here. I'm gonna get to play with my friends. I'm gonna get to do all these things that I've been wanting to do all year. And now you're dead. That's the reality. You're yep. dead. Your life is yeah. gone. And there, you know, and there's two classrooms of, I think there's two teachers that are dead now. Um, there's two classrooms of, you know, what are they going to do? Put those kids in front of a sub the rest, the last week or two of school? Jesus. No, I can't even imagine. Right. Can you imagine tr- even like I w- trying to even send your kid back into that scenario? Yeah. Child's behind you. has, speaking of kids, uh, he was behind you with his hand down his pants. That's the place that his hands go right now. I mean, welcome yeah. to the age of 12. Well, he, he's only got that for the rest of his life. <laughs> I mean, it's just something you do. We're, we're working on, you know, the right and the wrong time to put our hands down our pants. Hmm. Interesting. I don't think I've ever figured those out yet, but I'd be curious <laughs> to see what you're teaching your child. <laughs> um. So, so, you know... Granted, we're flipping subjects real quick here. Um, I cannot, mind you, I don't have a dick. I just like to point that out right now. I don't have one. I don't know if you okay. knew that, but I don't. I have didn't one. know that. It, it's 2022. You can't assume anything anymore. So, congratulations. Uh, I guess. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, me too. Wasn't that the movement? Me too, or something like that. Anyway, so I don't have a dick. So. Uh, but I have a very sensitive child who does not like to be yelled at and is it is offended by me raising my voice. Right. And so it's very difficult to have discussions about pubic hair and when you can touch your wiener, mm-hmm. it, which is generally when your mother's not in the room. Right. Um, or other without, people for that matter. Or, or, any, or in public. You know, try yeah. not to in public. You know, trying to say those things in a way that's informative but not condescending or or aggressive in my way of saying it because i don't want him to think that you know he can't ever touch his wiener um but uh you know doing it in the grocery store and then picking an apple out of the bin not the best yeah i mean maybe some weird looks but you know what i was talking about that today uh, with some folks, people need to mind their own fucking business anyways. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know yes. what I mean? Like, yes, mind your own fucking business. So here's, here's a scenario for you. Right. So, um, someone calls 911 and they say, there's a guy on the side of the road and he's, and he's trying to wave people down. Okay. That that's what you're calling 911 for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. W- well, did you stop and see what he wanted? Well, I don't feel comfortable stopping. You don't feel comfortable stopping, but you still feel like it's your business to investigate, right? So you're still driving down the road. You call 911. You report this guy who's doing nothing wrong, just waving his hand, try, you know, whatever he's trying to do. Mm-hmm. Mind your own fucking business. If you're not going to stop, then keep driving and forget that that person was there. Right. Wave back and yeah. keep going. Quit being a dick. Come to find out uh, as an elderly gentleman. Uh, 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 mentally unstable, and he was legitimately just waving at traffic. That's all he was doing. That's it. Because, oh. of course, this dumb broad 
called 911 and officers responded and were like, oh, yeah, that's so-and-so. He's just waving at traffic. Mm-hmm. So now you've called 911. You've made it your business. You've wasted officers' time because you're such a nosy Nancy. Mind your own fucking business. Right? When he's probably, the guy's probably waving at traffic in front of McDonald's and you could have flipped a bitch, bought a cup of coffee, and went and said hi to the gentleman. Right. And found out he was a really cool dude who just was real happy to see you. Yeah, exactly. And not wasted either, anybody's time. Either engage or don't. Engage mm-hmm. or don't. Right? If right. you're going to engage, stop. If you don't feel comfortable, don't stop. But don't call 911. There have only, there's only, I will say that there has only ever been one time that I can think of in my memory where I did that. But it was in a school, I was going, I was taking my child to school. I was driving through the school, a school zone and directly across the street from the school was a gentleman who was open carrying on his belt. And, but he didn't, you know, when you look at somebody and you're like, they should be on meds. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? He looked like one of those guys. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't see a rate a big danger right now but you know what i'd feel a whole lot better making sure that the cops know that he's got this like world war ii like like civil musket yeah like he's got this shit yeah hanging from his belt with his leather jacket and he's got a mullet and his cigarette hanging out of his mouth i just feel a lot better if the police knew that he was around you know what i mean yeah and but mm. you know at the same but like that that I, I think that is a slightly different situation because you have someone who has a weapon. Is that really a good time to pull over and talk to somebody? See, that's I don't a different know if it scenario. Is. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But if some dude's some dude's waving, maybe maybe I should see if he needs something. Yeah. Or maybe my point, mind your own fucking business. Just or, wave yeah. back and keep on driving. That's what Jesus I do a lot. That's Christ. what I do most of the time. I just wave and oh, go. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I also speaking of calls of people who need to just get their shit together. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that angers me more because I listen to the police radio all day. There's uh-huh. nothing that angers me more when someone calls in and says, "I need the police to come because my daughter's being disrespectful." Yeah, well, probably because you're a snooty bitch and they're just following mm-hmm. your lead. You, they're probably learned everything they know from you. Mm-hmm. The apple doesn't fall far. It doesn't. And, and you know, I mean, seriously, this is kind of goes back to your mind, your own business. That kid probably yeah. needs to get slapped. Yeah. I mean, take, take their phone away, take their car away, take their video games away. Say, all it's right, you could a, act. Yeah, it's called being a parent. It's called being That's a parent. That's really what it boils down to. It is. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, uh, yeah, that makes me crazy. It, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's almost like making people mind your business. It's, you know, where instead of minding your oh, own business. Yeah. The narcissism, right? It's like, I need attention. Something's happening in my life where I need people to pay attention to me. Or I need somebody to come in and take care of my business for me because I'm such a narcissist that I can't handle it on my own. I got to bring others into this situation. Yes. And I am not confident in myself enough 
to know that what I'm doing, my, what I'm doing is, is going to work and I'm going to stick by my word. So I'm going to scare my children by involving the police in a situation that don't, they were, they don't need to fucking be there. Yeah. Okay. So, and, and, and I'm assuming most of these like disrespectful child calls are probably like in the early teenage, mid teenage years, right? Most of them, most of them are in the pubic slash teenage years where they don't want to go to school or, you know, like this was unfair. You have this in your house where things are unfair and they're screaming and crying. No. Yeah. Like you, you never do anything. Yeah. You're the worst parent ever. Yeah. 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 That that's the majority of what this stuff is. Yeah. That's all it is. That's all Mm -hmm. it is. And you're like, well, that sucks. You know, like normal people be like, well, that sucks. Uh, I guess you're grounded. And then you would move on. Yeah. And if they don't want to go to school, cool. You can just be a prisoner in the house then. Whatever. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know either. It's yeah. People are ridiculous. Step up and be a parent. That's all I, yes. that's my, that's my advice. Step up mind and your be own, a parent. And mind your own business. And take mind care your fucking own, business. Mind your own fucking business, but take care of your own business as well. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Control your household, right? You, you want to be the adult, right? In this situation, we're, we're assuming you're the adult in this situation. Be the adult. Don't call other adults to come to your house to talk to your child who's being quote, disrespectful granted teenagers suck right they're they can yeah. be royal assholes but i was one once yeah but there's a reason for it right like mm-hmm. maybe not the most excusable reasons but there's something going on with that kid you know whether it's just puberty hormones whatever or they've got something going on in their life that they haven't had to deal with before and so now they're trying to figure life out and instead of being a parent and providing uh, guidance and mentorship and discipline like you should provide to every child so they can grow up to be a decent human being you just oh i just cry oh no my child's being so disrespectful i'm gonna call the police Ugh. right i right. hate people which is just training the next generation to abuse law enforcement yeah oh yeah is what it exactly is. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, too, is, is, you know, with this whole defund police movement, um, the, you know, so many uh, uh, laws have been passed over the, re- the recent years that uh, law enforcement's very limited in what they can do as well. Right. Yes. And yes. so it's like, OK, you called me here, but what do you want me to do? There's no crime committed. Right. I mean, right. But, you know, no. I work at. I work in code enforcement. That's our entire thing. You know, so they, you know, homeless, homeless, I'm going to roll into that same demographic where some of them do things that are wrong. Don't get me wrong. There's some that have issues. Some of them are the only ones that are hurting are themselves. Um, there, and then there, you've got the shitheads that, you know, they do their own thing, but then you got the ones that are just trying to exist and not go to jail. Right. And regularly we get calls. I don't like them in my neighborhood. Well, they're not doing anything wrong. Yeah, guess like, what? Like, I don't, I don't like all of my neighbors, but I can't call the police every time either. So I would love to, just... but guess what? They live there, and you know what? If they're standing on the sidewalk, well, I'm pretty sure the city owns the sidewalk. It's kind of public like property. that public property kind of thing, right? Right? Yeah, like fucking get over it. Yeah, yeah. Move on with your life. Well, and people are so afraid of confrontation too, 
and, and and they're just assuming the worst right out the gate. Like if you went and said something to one, to somebody standing on the sidewalk in front of your house, there'd be instant confrontation, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe Absolutely. it's just somebody out for enjoying the, the sunshine because the weather's finally nice in there. Now they're out for a walk and they got winded and now they're standing in front of your house. Mm-hmm. Just, just getting a breather, right? Taking yeah. a little break. Yeah. And I will, I will, I will caution our listener, Jose, that yeah. if you, there are some people, particularly in the homeless demographic, that are kind of like stray cats. Like, if you feed them, they come back. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, so I had a lady call me one day and she's like, well, does he need food? I just advise to not do that um, because he's going to expect that you're going to feed him because now oh, he knows absolutely. where it's at. And yeah. so, like, I'm, I appreciate your concern for the person, but you are not the resource that that person needs. Mm-mm. Yeah, and... unless you're fully prepared to bring them into your home and provide them food and shelter, don't give the handouts either. No, it's it's not, you know, I mean, I, I get the sentiment behind it. I have given homeless people money. I have given homeless people my leftovers. I have helped people that I don't know before, but they, they're not the ones that are in my neighborhood. Yeah, exactly. You know, it just and happens not... to be that I'm feeling generous that day. Exactly. Which is, for me, a very rare occasion. Um, right. Just because I mind my own fucking business most of the time. And, uh, but that's not the right outlet either, right? That's not the right time or place to, to lend out a helping hand. Like, if you're really concerned about the homeless population and you want to do something to help them, well, go go volunteer at the mission. Go volunteer at the soup kitchen, right? Mm-hmm. Go volunteer at, at the warming shelters. Do something that is, you know, to, to volunteer your time for the services that are there to support these folks that are on hard times, right? And it, even if you don't have the volunteer time, learn about the resources that are in your community. So if you do come up on somebody, you can say, hey, get to, you know, Hey, nice to meet you. What's your name? So at least you know who's in your neighborhood and say, you know what? This church or this organization or this place has a shower or a bed or food or whatever you have. And so that way you can point them to the direction that's no longer in your neighborhood if that's what you want. Yeah, exactly. There's a local church here in town. I'm glad you said that. Uh, They routinely advertise. They put this big banner outside of their church on the night that they're going to serve a free dinner. It's this giant banner. It's like, you know, 5.30, free dinner. That's it. That's all it says. And that's all you have to know, right? So when you see somebody, you're like, hey, man, I, I, I don't have anything for you right now, but that church over there on that street has a free dinner tonight. You, you should go check it out. Yep. Right? Point them in the right di- direction. They may not know. And yeah. guess what? That small moment, that, that 15 seconds it took you to stop and say hello, there's a free meal down the street may have just given them their only meal of the day, right? Right. Right. Yeah. And they have done exactly what you wanted them to, which is get a, get away from the front of your house that you're so worried about. Oh, yeah, because you're so worried. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, somebody's going to steal your cat planter or whatever they're going to steal. Oh, yeah. Well, and I can I can hear people, too, you know, the, the other side of the argument, well, they're, they're just scoping my place out, so when I leave, I, they can steal my shit. Well... Maybe, but what are the odds? But this is the thing. Like, I don't know about you, but most of the most of the things I see where like people are caught on like home cameras, they're people in vehicles. 
like they're not they're not walking around with a pack on their back like they in, are in broad daylight no they look like they belong driving through your neighborhood mm-hmm. yeah yeah like um you know we were recently um someone got caught on camera stealing gazebos from a old folks home and it was it's not a homeless person i know exactly where he lives oh just a, okay. he's just a shithead yeah. just a shithead yeah as soon yeah. as i saw the video and saw the the vehicle i was like oh, i know that vehicle and then he was picked up by the time i went to confirm it so it's not a homeless person it's a shithead yeah well and if it was a homeless person first where how are they going to transport a gazebo like i'm picturing <laughs> like like this monstrosity of a structure right like first so these, how are they these were these were like amazon delivered boxes where the person had to lift with their legs yeah to get it in the back of their pickup like exactly. this isn't this isn't like strapping it to the top of your 98 honda civic well let's be honest it'd be really ballsy like i'm trying to i'm trying to think of myself being homeless in that situation i, I look at a gazebo and i go man i'd really like to shelter underneath that thing if i do move it somewhere the public's going to instantly know where it went because I'm under on the side of the street under this fucking thing with my feet kicked up, you know, pounding a, a fucking 40 or something. <laughs> exactly. Like, we're going to notice that you have a gazebo. Where'd you get a gazebo, homeless guy? Yeah. Oh, I ordered it from Amazon? Really? What address did you use? Yeah, It's like the same guy that bought a trailer from a homeless man recently. He bought a, tra- bought a trailer mm. from a homeless man. Okay. What did the homeless man use to to uh, pull it around if he was homeless? Did Good he have point. a vehicle? Did he have a vehicle? Nah, I just met him on the side of the road. So a homeless man had a trailer on the side and of the not, road. Not a not a trailer to live in, a flatbed trailer full of tires. <laughs> a homeless man had that. Really? You didn't think that was weird? Like come on, like you're going to just like it's it's noticeable. It's a yeah. noticeable thing. Right. Well, that's because common sense is dead. It's gone. Totally. Yeah. P- people just can't use their fucking brain to, to just think in the moment and go, what's wrong with this situation? There, There's a, a subject that I speak to regularly. And even though he is a liar and a shithead, he is not mm-hmm. homeless. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a thief. And I have gotten to the point where we are such good friends that I will call him out on his thievery and lyingness to his face. In the same conversation, we can joke about what an idiot this other guy is. Like, <laughs> nice. you know, like, it's just like, why didn't you just tell me? I literally said, just tell me and we're cool. And then you lied to my face and I figured it out later. Right. Anyway. Like, I gave you the out. I forgot. What? Really? Are you that dumb? <laughs> like, seriously, I, you just forgot I, what I said 15 seconds ago? No joke. Um, yeah. Like, this, there's a point. I'm not, I've been, I've said this recently. There is a point with some of my group, some of my people, where drugs couldn't do this to them. This is like inbreeding at this yeah. point. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I know yeah, lots we... of people that are way, 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 way addicted to drugs that are smarter than this. Exactly. Well, I told you, I mean, we talked about it last episode, uh, that movie Idiocracy. We are there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just stupid. Just, 
There's a lot of stupidity out there. There is. Yeah. So your yesterday, your morning started with stupid drivers. Holy shit. Oh my God. Yeah. So the, uh, the school drive through thing, that's whole saga, right? Drop white, kids white off. Jeep, white, white Jeep, Jeep guy, white Jeep guy wasn't there, but then there was somebody in like a darker colored full size pickup mm. and, um, didn't pull up to the front. They had, when they got there, they had full access to the drop off zone. They didn't pull all the way up to the front to allow other vehicles to pull in behind them to drop their kids off. They park right in the middle. Throw them in park. And then you don't see anybody exit the vehicle. They're just like parked there, right? You're like, what the fuck are they doing? And This is the drop off line. This is the drop off line. And of course, cars are now stacking up to where nobody can get out, right? Everybody's pulled in. It's like traffic. You're bumper to bumper now. It's not like you can just throw it in reverse and 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 get out of there. The road that your kids go to school on is not a safe road. It sucks. Yeah. No, it's a shitty road. And, um, yeah, good luck turning left. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Forget about that. Anyways, uh, and so, but you can see through the back window of the cab that there's, like, heads bobbing around, right? There's movement inside that cab. And so my kids get out. They're already to the front door of the school. And I'm, I'm yelling in my vehicle. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Come on. Right? Speaking and... of police calls, somebody called today because someone was yelling angrily by themselves in their car today. <laughs> Could this have possibly been you? About what time? What time was that? Oh, uh, I guess it was a little later this afternoon. Wow. Were you yelling in your car this afternoon? Not this afternoon, but yeah, absolutely at 8 o'clock a.m. Well, yesterday. Oh, okay. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. Um, Again, mind your own business. My, yeah, mind your own fucking business. If, if I want to scream in my car the whole way to work, which is pretty routine for me at this point, mind your own <laughs> fucking business. I'm just trying to get my fucking demons out before I have to walk through the door and put on my fucking happy face. Oh, good morning. How are you? How was your evening? Oh, you had spaghetti. I don't give a shit. I don't care. I want to go sit down at my desk. I want to get my coffee. I'm going to delete a bunch of emails that I'm not going to respond to. And I just want to go about my day. I want to do my thing. Don't fucking involve me with your bullshit and your Mm -hmm. fucking mundane life. I don't care. Your life sucks anyways. (sighs) So I finally make it through that. Heads are bopping around in this car. Heads are bopping around. Minutes go by. And like the car in front of me tries to put in reverse to, to wiggle out. And so I put my car in reverse to try to go back to give them a oh, little now, room. Now we're now we're gonna start the honking bit. Now we're now we're gonna start the whole shift honking, like you know, reverse lights are on, people are everybody's to, freaking like, out. Everybody's losing their mind, right? And then the kids finally get out of the truck, right? They shut the door, they're walking to the door. That broad is still sitting there. And finally, the car in front of me gets wiggled out of there, right? And so I'm like, this is my chance. And so I gun it, right? And I get side by side and I look out my passenger mirror and this broad, young broad, right? Just sitting there for no good fucking reason. I gave her the dirtiest look. I, okay, I, I'm not tough, right? I, I was not trying to instigate road rage, but I just gave her a dirty, shit-eating look like, you stupid broad, move your shit, Right? But it's not sinking in. You know when you look at somebody and, and you're trying to give them like the, hey, you're fucking this up kind of look? Uh-huh. Not, not sinking in. 
And so I get out of there and I look back and she's still sitting there. And then all the cars are having, have to go around this fucking broad. So then I get on that shitty highway, right? Mm-hmm. So I am always good about driving through a school zone, 20 miles an hour, right? Yeah. Cause, cause yeah. you never know what little masturbator is going to run out there and you're going to mow them down. Right. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And so we get out of the school zone. At, when we get out of the school zone, it instantly goes up to 55. There's, there's like the end school zone sign, and then boom, 55 speed limit, right? Uh huh. And uh, it's the morning commute. There's a lot of traffic. People are dropping kids off, trying to get to work. And so I punch it, right? I'm getting up to 55, usually 60, 65, because that's how I roll. <laughs> I get behind a fucking car doing 40 miles an hour in the mm. 55. 40 mm-hmm. miles an hour and there's no passing on this highway right no. it's two lanes uh even if you it's, have it's straight but everybody's hauling balls everybody's hauling balls and traffic's backed up there's not an inch to move in either direction right and uh i'm getting ready to turn onto another highway and of course they're in front of me and, and are turning onto the same highway 40 fucking miles an hour now i have road rage <laughs> Now I have road rage, and the the smallest window of opportunity I get to pass, I fucking gun it, and I look out my passenger, I give passenger window, I give them another shit-eating look, because I'm just like, oh, you motherfucker, right? <laughs> and I get around them, and then I get to the fucking roundabout, and it's just clogged up like a mother. How does a roundabout get clogged up? Because people are stupid, and they Turns. don't know how a roundabout works. Yes. Yes, oh it's liter- it's literally it's literally clogged in the toilet is what it is. Yeah. Like, oh, it's come on, ridiculous. It, it's simple. If there's a car coming, you yield. You don't have to mm-hmm. stop. You Mm-mm. yield, but you keep some momentum. So when the, the there's a break, you jump right into the roundabout and then you get off your exit and you fucking go. Yeah. And then my whole fucking day went downhill from there. You know, like I said, I've, I've been really tired. I thought it was monkey pox but i come to find out it's not <laughs> maybe meningitis but i think it's just because i'm really bored um, <laughs> and then right so my day is shitty and then i come home and i don't know if you know this but i'm a bit of a game show junkie i did know this yeah you I'm, I'm, you called you called um bob barker your dad for mm-hmm. years yeah yeah for sure yeah we have a dad and he's alive and his name's bob his name's Bob, and we also yeah, have a stepdad, and Bob. his name's Bob. Yeah. But you called Bob Barker our dad. Yeah, and he's still alive, by the way. Kicking. Still kicking. Um, anyways, uh, so I'm a bit of a game show junkie, and um, so my evening usually consists of a few game shows. Jeopardy, Wheel of mm-hmm. Fortune, mm-hmm. Uh, America Says, some family feud. Oh, America Says, John Michael Higgins. Fantastic show. A lot Never of stupid heard people of on there. Yeah. Okay. What's the one thing? What do you think the one thing that all these game shows have in common? Stupid people. Mm. Besides that, good guess. You're correct, but uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going towards something else here. Talk. I'm talking about the flow of the show. Oh, there's a timer. Well, there's You're a, timer. a timer. No, I'm not, I don't. Not, 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 seriously. Might... So, I'll just say this now. Game show contestants suck. <laughs> okay, back to, right back to stupid people. Yeah, they're stupid, right? Yeah. But every one of these fucking game shows carves out time in the middle of the game to, to learn about to the their players. 
Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Jeopardy does it. Wheel of Fortune does it. America says. The problem with America says is there's four people on a team. We have to talk to all four people on each team. That's eight people that we have to talk to before we can continue on with the game. I'm, I'm not going to lie. About the only game show talking to of the contestants that I actually kind of enjoy is um, Wipeout. Because okay. they just they take those stupid people and they make fun of them more. Yes. And um, good point, because uh, I, I should not have thrown Family Feud into that category because uh, the, the host of Family Feud is Steve Harvey. Right. OK, I was going right. to ask which version you were watching right now. Yeah, the Steve Harvey version, because that's the only thing that gets played for Family Feud right now. OK. And, uh, you know, his very funny man. Uh, he made a career on stand up. He's been in movies, right? TV shows. He's a funny guy. And he doesn't hold back when people say stupid shit on that show. And no. so it makes me laugh, right? So I don't mind that kind of banter. Right. But uh, it started with Jeopardy. And um, I don't like the new host, Blossom. You remember Blossom? She's the new host of Jeopardy. I can't remember her real name. Mayim Balakovich or something like I that. Thought, I thought she was, I thought that they were going to have two hosts and she was going to be like celebrity hosts. just Jeopardy or something. Yeah, they have two hosts, right? So Ken Jennings, which was one I don't, of the big Je- Jeopardy I don't have champions. television, which is why I know none of this. Well, I, again, I waste too much time paying attention to this shit. So I, I know who's hosting, right? Okay. Uh, Blossom is the host of Jeopardy. And she hosts a good majority of the shows. Ken okay. Jennings is not the host, but he's hosting Jeopardy. You got to pay attention to the announcers, right? And Ken Jennings is that skinny dude that won like a ton of money, yeah. right? He's but like he's the greatest guy good. ever. Yeah, but he's actually pretty good because he's, uh-huh. he's he's smart, but he also kind of has a sense of humor on stage, kind of like how Alex Trebek would, would get in some banter every now and then, even though it was super dry. And you're super just like, dry. Oh, okay, all right, but it's better than nothing. Blossom <laughs> sucks at her job. Oh, She's not a good host. A lot of people why do like people, her. Why do people love her so much? Oh, you know, it's this whole fucking... Is it the nostalgia uh, of, like, her it, career? No, it's... No, oh, now we have a, a woman uh, as as the host for Jeopardy. I think, that, honestly, that's what it is. Oh, and she has a college degree. So because she's a celebrity and she has a college degree, she's now, you know, two notches above the rest of society. Okay. Right? Well, we Anyways. have a woman. We have a woman as a vice president with a college degree, and she sucks. Yeah, um, I already forgot her name. Uh, which I think she, oh, the only reason why she was there, she was just banking on on Biden to kick the bucket sooner rather than later, so she could become the first female U.S. president. But that I don't think I th- that counts because that's deep by default. You're just I think you're just I think in they the wanted. Chain. I think they wanted the old white guy back in there, but they needed the minority vote. And so they had to find, yeah. they had to get the, they had to get all the lesbians and the, uh, the other colors of skin to vote because of that. Yeah. It's frustrating that we vote based on color. Um, but that's our world, right? Um, I have not, I have not been, um, I have been angry ever since John McCain didn't get picked. Yeah, he was, he was he a was, good one. He was a good one. He was a great, great person wh- who didn't have the smooth talking voice. Yeah. He couldn't he couldn't speak worth beans, but he was a smart guy. He was a veteran who knew his shit, but 
he didn't have the swagger on stage yeah who's the doctor that was running for president too the black guy uh that uh i think he was running when obama was he may have ran is he the guy is he the one that they were making fun of because he always looked like he was sleeping probably yeah that's him anyways he would have been good too uh back to fucking jeopardy right so she blossom does her fucking banter with the contestants and the 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 champ that's been on there for nine days now they're like you you've got some uh, uh something interesting to tell us who did you used to grow up uh and watch jeopardy with and he and he laughs my mother what what that's it and, and of course the crowd is like oh, oh, oh his mother right the crowd is laughing blossoms laughing the other contestants this, are laughing why is this so funny is his mother like a previous contestant or a celebrity or somebody we would find funny a nobody a nobody right i don't get it i don't get it i don't it, ugh, it just fucking really angered me okay so that was jeopardy the next show was wheel of fortune uh-huh and this broad all right so we'd get a couple games out of the way and then pat has to go to the contestants so tell us about yourself right by the way everybody says oh i'm married to my wonderful husband or i'm married to my wonderful wife the best wife best life whatever right those people are full of shit at least half of them because the divorce rate in this country is about 50 percent, which has actually mm-hmm. gone up because of covid thank you covid right so mm-hmm. half of those people are absolutely bullshit because statistically speaking, half of them have gotten divorced after that show, after their appearance on Wheel of Fortune, or have been previously divorced, right? Mm-hmm. This broad, he goes to her, right? And, I, and I'm making a point on this because you have an autistic child. I do. Right. Um, would you... Uh, when, when people ask uh, about your son... And, and what do you tell them? Like, cause obviously they're asking like, wh- what's, what's going on with him? How come he doesn't speak? What, why does he do those things? Like, what do you tell them? Um, I say, well, he is autistic and, um, you know, people usually start to say, well, what does he like this? Does he like that? What is he again? You know, like, how do you figure out what he wants? Ask him, ask him. I right? just, I'm just like, ask him. Like I, even, even I, like I still have to do this to a mother and, and she'll be like, what does James want for breakfast? Fucking ask him. Have you talked to him? Right. Like just ask. Obviously, like, he talks. Yeah, he he talks. talks. I don't, I don't understand everything he says, but, mo- but he can say enough words and enough syllables to be able to cough out a breakfast menu for you. Right. And he and, can read. And so, and so aside from his, his uh, speaking abilities, how would you rate his intelligence? Um, so when people ask me that, because um, people ask me all the time, you know, like, how's he doing in school? Well, you know, is can he read? You know, some of the, because every autistic kid is totally different, but everybody sure. wants to compare every single one of them. Exactly. And um, so I just say, well, he's super smart, but with his communication issues, we're not always sure what he's retaining and what he's not. It's hard to, it's hard to get it back out. It's hard to right. prove that he's, he's holding on to those things. And so we just keep going. But we know that he reads really well. We know that he can spell very well. Yeah. Right? I found out, I found out when he was in kindergarten, the little shit could read. He was just playing me. So I'd read to him more often. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. This fucking bitch on, 
uh, Wheel of Fortune. Um, you know, they introduce her. Oh, where it's my wonderful husband, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and what do you do for a living? Oh, well, I've made it a mission, uh, my mission in life to um, help kids with special needs as much as I can. Okay, that's a noble cause, right? Sure. But and, that that's and, quite a, that's pretty broad spectrum for that. Yes. And when I would argue that when most people hear special needs, you're probably defaulting to down syndrome. Yeah, we yeah, we generally yeah, um usually with special needs, we're we're talking more about, you know, I mean like there's kind of a movement where people want to put autistic kids in there and I guess that you can, but they don't requ- it's but it they like there's a reason that the schools don't put the autistic kids in the same classroom as all the other kids with different disabilities because they don't they don't work together it doesn't work no no exactly right it's a completely and they have different population totally different population totally different learning curve totally different wants and needs um and uh james has been in combined classrooms with that population before and my first thought is nope yeah exactly this is not this is not okay yeah, exactly, right? And so she she finally lets the cat out of the bag. So she said, you know, of course, oh, you know, I'm going to help every child with special needs, which is impossible, but okay, you're on TV, I get it. Nerves took mm-hmm. over. And mm-hmm. uh, she goes, and, and Pat's like, oh, well, you know, what what's your motivation behind that? And she goes, oh, well, I have an autistic child, and I just think that every kid that has a special need deserves the same opportunity and I'm going to help them in any way that I can. And so she on TV put her autistic child onto the same level as other kids with special needs. And I, it just, I don't know why, but it instantly made me angry because I instantly thought of James, right? Highly autistic, right? But he's a smart kid, smart Mm -hmm. kid. His barrier is speaking. That's really Mm -hmm. about it. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he just can't communicate well. And so I, I just I I instantly got angry and I'm like, y- you don't you don't understand autism. That's the media. My immediate thought is you don't understand your own kid well enough to know to not call them special needs. Right. Mm-hmm. Or to be a special needs advocate because you have an autistic child. No, you need to focus on autism and all the kids in that spectrum. Yes. Yes, because it's a different population. It's a totally different population, and you know, like every year spent. So, because we, you know, we're we're with disability services. We have services, you know, minor services, but we have services through disability services. And I got my annual email about Special Olympics coming up. Oh. There, uh, I have I have okay. mixed emotions about it. I have mixed emotions about it. So this is the thing. Special, so, and I just want to make sure that everybody understands that special, special Olympics is not Paralympics. It's two different no, things. Completely different things. Two different things. Spe- and Special Olympics to me, because I have a child who qualifies for it, and we have never actually participated in Special Olympics. Um, back, back where we lived before that, they had like a Special Olympics rodeo thing. Uh, like they tried to countryfy it for the rodeo town that I lived in. Sure. But I feel like the Special Olympics 
is not for the special. It's for the people who want to feel like they're doing something for them. And they, and they, and they need, they need their, this, their special Olympics version of a gay pride parade to show everybody that they're involved. Yep. That's exactly what it is. That's how I feel about it. And it, it, and you know what? There are some, maybe for, I don't know about any, if anybody does Special Olympics and and is listening to this and wants to weigh in on this, please do, because we have not participated in it. But my child doesn't give two fucks about any of that stuff that's going on at all. And I also don't need to weigh, I don't need a t-shirt to say that we did this parade thing whatever yeah. whatever it is that you guys do i don't need it um and but you know what if it's if it's just an event that you can take kids that are like down syndrome kids that you know are generally a happy population um you know get them out to try something and yeah. it's just an event where you can kind of all get together and there's a support network that i don't know about sick but i yeah, just can't i it. just yeah whatever yeah um but there's just something about like how how crazy it's publicized it just makes me nuts yeah and like you hit the nail on the head right and i i can speak firsthand to this i have volunteered at the as special olympics event before a fairly fairly large event down uh in mississippi as a matter of fact oh okay and um there are there is that group of kids that are just super happy, that they enjoy it, they have a lot of fun, those are the kids that that event is geared towards. Right. But then there's also an equally as large group, like you just said, of kids that are special needs in one way or shape or another, right, whose parents, family members, grandparents, or whatever are the ones that are signing them up for this event, just solely for the sheer fact that we have signed them up and they're participating in the Special Olympics. It's really not for the kid. It's really right. not. And I could back that up because uh, we hosted one of the kids, meaning uh, he was old enough to where he could come stay with us for the night. Mm. And then we, we, we were his sponsors and we would take him to all of his events the next day. We'd get him food. We'd get, you know, make, we spend the whole 24 hours with him, right? So this is, this is, this is is your work, your work group that's sponsoring a a participant. Yeah. So there's two of us, right? Two sponsors per kid. Right. And so we bring this kid in and yeah, he was, he was it's basically like a mentorship, like a big brother kind of a thing, big brother kind of thing. And it was actually, honestly, it was a lot of fun, but to prove a point, this kid did not give a shit about the Special Olympics. He did not mm. give a shit about the events that he was in. I'll tell you, the only thing he was interested in was playing our PlayStation that we had in the room. That was the oh. only thing he was interested in. Because, okay, so the kid was there because he was obviously developmentally delayed, mm-hmm. right? He was, I think, about 15 or 16 years old. Um, obviously probably in maybe like a 10, 11 year old kind of mindset, um, probably even, even lesser intelligence level, right? Um, super nice kid, but, um, he just wasn't there for the event. He didn't give a shit. Right. And, right. and the nice thing about this kid is, and, and like most kids that, that, uh, have some sort of, uh, um, cognitive 
uh, issue is they're brutally honest, mm-hmm. right? Because they don't have that mechanism to come up with a story to just keep the conversation going, right? Well, my my child's one of those. Yeah, you know, it's and, it's black and white. There's nothing in between. And so you you know you start making small talk. Are you excited about the event? Which is your favorite event? Are you know have you done the the Olympics before? Right. And this kid's brutally honest, and it's like I just I'm just here because my mom said I had to be here. Brutally yep. honest, right? Because we're talking to probably like a six year old mentality at this point, right? right. And and um, so that part of it, it was really sad that the only reason why the kid is there is because mom said so. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and we would be per, that we would be that family. We would be that family. Um, you would be you know, putting your kid there. Because you said that James is not going to tell you like, Hey mom, I want to go do this. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, it, which is why we have never signed up for those things because I just feel like if, if it's not something I feel like he's going to be truly interested in, I don't want to be there. I don't want to fight with him. I don't want to be disappointed no. that he's not putting effort into it. I don't want to be mad that I forked out money. You know I mean? Like all of these things, I want to enjoy it as much as he does. If he wants to go throw his Hot Wheels off the dock at a lake, sick, whatever. I'm not buying you that, new ones, but it, you're happy. That's what he wants to do. That's what he wants to do. Yeah. And I hear the argument, too. It's like, well, don't you want to give your child every opportunity? Yeah, I do. Because I think, like any other parent, you would mm-hmm. want your kid to have every opportunity. But mm-hmm. you also have to know your own child. You have to be in tune. Right. You have to educate yourself like what you've done with autism between our brother and now your son. Right. Mm-hmm. Where you can't force these kids to go do something that they are not sold on or that they are not interested in. No. It's and going to be a painful experience for everybody. It will be a painful experience for everybody. But, you know, and the reality of it is that and I think this is the piece that people tend to forget. And I think it's particularly forgettable in the autistic community. They're still fucking kids. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, like you, we might be not, we might not have the, we might not be having the, the growth milestones at the same time that everybody else is. So when my 10 year old is laying on the floor in the supermarket and people are like, what the fuck's going on? I have a five-year-old laying on the floor in the supermarket in his head. We're just yeah. getting through it. You got to do it when your kid was little and it was like socially acceptable. And I just now have a 90 pound version doing it. Exactly. So that's the only difference. And, you know, you and I have had this conversation because our kids are three weeks apart in age, mine being mm-hmm. the older, your, yours, mine being autistic, yours being, I'm using air quotes here, normal. <laughs> well, there's no normal right now other than puberty. Right, Jesus. right. Puberty, puberty. Yeah. Yeah. But they're both going through puberty. Yours just whines and says that he does all the work and all, does all that shit where mine. Yeah. Mine throws his toys on the roof of the neighbor's house. It's the exact same thing. It just looks a little different. It looks we're doing, different. We're just doing the same thing, though. And, and it's, you know, But it's not socially acceptable, right? Because somebody's going to look at you, which I'm sure has happened before, and the they're going to look at you and go, why is that that child over there? Because he's a big kid. He's not a small kid. No, right? he's 12. Why he's is, a big kid. Yeah. Why is that child doing these things? And where is his mother? Why isn't his mother doing something about this? Which circles all the way back to the beginning of this podcast is mind your own fucking business. business. Yes. Because you don't know the whole situation and you certainly don't know that child. 
So right. shut the fuck up. Mind your own business. I've got this. He's not doing any harm. This is just what our life is like. Yes. Um, and that that exact thing happens to us regularly. You know, I've been showing rabbits for years, years and years um, and years and years. Unfortunately, and this I is, you know, and but, you know, the fair is I don't do fairs. I do real shows, you know, like how the dog people disappear for the weekend. Rabbit people do the same thing. We all go to shows and meet up and it's weird anyway. Um, but uh, I'll take him to occasionally I'll take him to a rabbit show. He's not an easy one to entertain for eight hours at a rabbit show because Absolutely. frankly, they're boring. Rabbit shows are boring. That's just what it Tell is. It. Yeah. They're terrible. Especially if you don't care about the rabbits. Nah, um, not for and they're because they're boring for people who do care about the rabbits. So taking an autistic kid to one of these things for all day long is can be a little bit brutal. And one of the battles I choose not to fight is the fact that he eats rabbit food. He eats it. Okay. And oh, every single show I've been showing since 1996. Jesus 1996. Christ. Clinton was still in office. <laughs> that is how far back my open show career goes is 1996. I was in middle school. And. Oof. So these people, terrible time is, in life, right? Well, that well, your kid's going in there next year. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> so these people have known me since 1996, because frankly, you know, we're not a population that you know gets new people in. It's basically a family thing where the generations come in. It's a it's cult. It's a cult. It is what yeah. it is. And and just in case in case there's any single women out there. Not a good place to find men because all the good-looking mm. ones are all gay. All of them are gay. Hmm. I guess I didn't know that about the rabbit industry because yeah. I chose to get out of it as quickly as I could because I was never there by my own choice anyways. You were you were the Special Olympics of the rabbit world. Yeah, pretty much. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Cry anyway, myself to sleep on my huge pillow tonight. <laughs> but you know, but another one of those things, you know, where like your your mother signed you up and so you did it and you didn't love it. And then eventually she figured out that it was worse to take you than to leave you home. And then the, the world just righted itself. Yeah. But she had you try it. And this is this is my other point with these are still kids. You still gotta make them try shit. Right. Like, I want you to go try this one thing because sometimes they find out that it's not that bad. Your child is one of your you're the one that's you've got that's in puberty right now. He's he's a timid guy that doesn't like to try the new. Right. Unless it's food. He's pretty down to try new food. But <laughs> that's when about it, comes it. To, when it comes to activities, trying something new, having an opinion that's different. He's not there yet. Yeah. Um, but you push him to try stuff. And he's found some shit that he's really liked. Right. And, um, you know, we do the same thing with the kids. And so, you know what? Should we try Special Olympics one time? Maybe. Maybe we should. Maybe James will really like it. Maybe he'll get a javelin thrown through his body from running around in circles on the field. I don't know. But yeah. I'm also not going to torture the shit out of myself to watch my kid not participate so I can tell everybody that I was there. Not going to do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I don't need and a Facebook to, post out of this. I don't need a t-shirt. 
and back to my where I was going with the rabbit show was that every single show somebody comes up to me and says, "I'm sorry, but your son is eating rabbit food." And I'll be yeah. like, "Yeah, uh-huh." And they go, "You're not concerned?" I said, "Are you concerned? Would you do you need me to give you some money so he can do that? Is he eating your rabbit food?" Well, no, I just thought maybe you should know. Do you really think that I don't know what he's doing? I'm pi- I'm picking my battles. Do you know how lucky I am? He's not eating rabbit shit off the floor right now. Right. Exactly. Like, yeah. It, I know, like, what's I know the my concern? kid. Well, he's going to shit green tomorrow. I already know what there's no concern because he's eating fucking rabbit food. It's a vegetarian diet. He it's essentially eating it. it's essentially eating like the, the 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 vegetable capsules that we all take as vitamins because we don't eat enough vegetables. Yeah, cuz it's full of vitamins and minerals and and vitamin C and greens, all the things. I mean like it can't be that bad for you. It's got to be a hell of a lot more digestible than a centrum silver. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean. But anyway, but yeah, yeah. like people again, m- thank you for bringing this to my attention. But you've fucking known me since 1996. Oh, yeah. Good point, right? I forgot about 1996 already. This is... this is. I am now almost 40, and I have a 12-year-old. Do you really think I don't know what he's up to? Do you really think I don't know? Mind your own fucking Again. business. Thank you. I was going to say... You're welcome. And let's circle back. Mind your own fucking business. Yeah. Ugh. My kid's not the one. My kid's not the one setting shit on fire outside of the building. Yeah, that that would be the kid I would worry about. Not walking into a school with a gun. No, he's not. Not to not to get dark on you, but let's let's be real realistic. He's a happy kid. He does the things that he likes. He's healthy, and he doesn't have a care in the world. He he watches movie credits on YouTube and eats rabbit food. Yeah, his biggest stressor is what does he have to do today. Like, oh, I have to go to school. That's his biggest stressor. You know the biggest I mean? stressor the biggest stressor today was when I told him to go find the fucking arms for Skeletor. <laughs> Which I'm guessing were not found since Skeletor still has no arms. He still has no arms. But then when I was when we were up by the basketball courts on the edge of the woods, he was like, Go for a walk. And I was like, dude, it's seven thirty. We're on a mission to find Skeletor's arms and then we're going home and going to bed. But he wants to go for a walk. You know, like just find his fucking arms, dude. That's it. That's it. <laughs> this this is not an event in the Special Olympics. We will not be attending this year. <laughs> <laughs> so what if, okay, hear me out on this, right? There's the hammer throw, right? It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a, basically a shot put that's got like what, like 18, 24 inches of wire on it with a, like a handle on the end of it. Right. And you swing around in circles and then uh-huh. at the right moment, you let go and you try to throw it as far as you can, right? Sounds fun. What if, what if you tape Mr. Incredible to the end of the shot put and you let your kids swing that thing around? You might have an Olympic gold medalist on your hands. I'm just throwing I, that out there. It's it's very true. I may have an Olympic gold medalist on my hands. Um, or maybe, maybe I need to just pioneer the autism olympics where it's basically where i take the special out of it and basically 
like we'll just have everybody do like video game wars and like who can talk about like roblox the longest and (laughs) And who can identify every single dinosaur and what time period they lived in that would be our brother i think he would be a gold medalist on that one that or pokemon either one whatever oh jesus pokemon i forgot all about pokemon you 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 lived more through the pokemon era than i did and i never understood pokemon i don't get it i still don't get it what i so it's 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 been years right pokemon's been around for what 30 years now and yeah and it has morphed because the pokemon today was not pokemon in the mid 90s yeah but the mid 90s are now like the uh uh they're 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 like the senseis right like if you have the old pokemon you're like you know king of the castle what i have gathered out of this is that stupid fucking card game magic the gathering that all the nerds from our our high school played remember that shit which i which i do i remember it but i do not understand it i don't understand it either all i can think or all i can uh um uh, equate this to is pokemon is basically the next generation of magic the gathering where you just you you flip a card and you fight people not physically but based on whatever the card says which to me just sounds fucking boring as i'll get out so the other thing that's around that i also don't understand dungeons and dragons what the fuck is that thing it, uh, and it takes and hours hours you make up your own game and like the like the, I know someone who plays it, and he buys a bunch of little figures and then paints them himself, so you can have oh your God. own army. Like, what? Is that what rock bottom feels like? I feel like that's what rock bottom is. If you're I mean, painting like, little men in your free time, Jose doesn't play any of these games, does he? I because I don't want, I, I don't want to trash the stuff that our listener likes. I, I don't think Jose plays anything like this. Um, Jose is more of a like a, a YouTuber, soft white underbelly type video guy. Hmm. Okay. Are okay. you familiar with the soft white underbelly? No, absolutely. I'm just going to pretend that I actually know what you're talking about because it wasn't Pokemon or Magic the Gathering or Dungeons and Dragons. So, um, basically, you just you take you take the bit of minding your own business and you throw that in the garbage and then you pay prostitutes and drug addicts to come interview on camera with you and you tell their stories that's what jose does no that's what that's what soft white underbelly is and he likes soft to watch white that. underbelly soft yes white, i'm gonna have to write that down that soft actually sounds underbe- kind of it's kind of it's... interesting a lot most of it comes off of skid row um and i've seen a number of the videos some of them i are just awful but then and the, and he does kind of meet up with the ones that i think are the most interesting is where he um interviews them the same people multiple times and you can see oh. like them do, you know like the roller coaster of their lives and their drugs and the highs and the lows for sure yeah that's yeah. the part that's the most interesting but yeah he, that's that's the jose of the world right there hmm. i don't think that's he's much of a gamer yeah yeah well, if you do play those games like uh, Magic, Dungeons, Dragons, whatever else, Pokemon, I think they're stupid. I'm sorry. But that's can okay we, that I can say that. It's freedom of speech. I can tell you that it's stupid. You may we not add agree Mi- with me. Can we add Minecraft to that list? Oh, Minecraft. Don't even get me started on Minecraft. I, I, have, I have fucked up in life. Uh, I have children 
two two boys. <laughs> Did, that, was that the part that you fucked up on? That you have children? Yes. That that was <laughs> mistake number one. Well, number two. And um one and mistakes number one and number two. <laughs> yeah. Well, or or two and three. I'll I'll tell you. I'll let you guess what number one was. Anyways, uh, where was I going with that? Oh, Minecraft. Minecraft. Um, I, I I fucked up. I have contributed to the cause more than once. Here's here's what happened. Is Minecraft was only on like one platform, gaming platform, and then Microsoft. Because it was an Xbox thing, right? It was an. I think sounds right. Microsoft. Or PlayStation. I don't know. It doesn't really fucking matter. No. But then when Microsoft bought that fucking game, they they blew it up, right? Like, they put, they put it on every single platform. You can play it on your cell phone. You can play it on an Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo. You name it. PC. It's all there. I have fucked up, and I've bought it more than once for different platforms. I have... I am feeding the beast... I'm an enabler. I have, I've never played it, but I have watched it. What is the fucking point? And, uh, and, honestly, and honestly, I can't get past the it. graphics. The graphics are terrible. They went with this whole retro thing. But it's which, not even good retro. It sucks, right? And, and so I'll, I'll try to give an honest answer here. Okay. I think what they were going for is to make a shitty game. I think that's what they were going for. And they they, and they did it. And they made a million dollars. They The guy made a million dollars. <laughs> so you're telling me that you think Minecraft was a good idea? Well, the guy made a million dollars. Minecraft is right up there with the pet rock. <laughs> it's right up there with the pet rock. You bought it. It's a rock. And that's it. That's all you can do with it is. Yeah. Is, it's what do you, that's it. What do you do? It's a fucking rock. That's Minecraft. Okay. That's, oh, that's what, get, it, that's what it looks like. Hate. We're going to get a lot I hope of so. hate from our two listeners on this one because I, it's so popular. I don't can we call this? Why. Can we, can we clickbait the shit out of this and call, call this episode like Minecraft sucks or something like that? Oh, of course. Okay, perfect. Minecraft. I'm writing it down. Minecraft sucks. Yeah. Uh, because. Yeah, absolutely. Minecraft sucks. Um, I have played it. So it's not like I'm just being the judgmental parent that bought a video game for my kid and I didn't understand it. I've played it. I have made a genuine effort. Genuine effort to sit down with my children to play a video game that they enjoy. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm. I'm, like what we were talking about earlier, I'm being a parent and trying to get involved with my kids' shit that they like, right? Even though I right. don't like it, it's not about me, it's about them, right? Yeah. It's the worst fucking game ever. The <laughs> only thing I could figure out to do was to get killed, which was to go around and hit the animals, and then they would attack you and I died. That's it. I don't understand the rest of it. Okay. Okay. Because I, I've, I've, uh, I have asked the teenage demographic who I've seen play a lot of it in my, per, in my previous jobs, what are you trying to do here? And this is the thing. I don't think any of them know. I've never gotten a real answer on what it is the point of the game is. I don't think they know. It's a pet rock. 
Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So you know. your child, your child's into this because I want to add another thing onto here. What the fuck is Roblox? Oh, jeez, that's a whole different <laughs> thing, right? We're, oh, oh is it? Is it? Is it different? We, man, we're really hitting all the shitty things today. Um, so Roblox is like this whole. It's I, I don't even know what to call it. It's like a, a gateway into other shitty games. So what? Roblox itself is just like a portal. And you log into the portal, and then there's all these other different games that are in there. Different worlds that you can log into and play. Like, one of them, you can drive a car around. Uh, another one, you can fly a kite. I don't fucking know. Um, Is there a point to it? There's absolutely no point. There oh. is no point to it. I was watching my child play it one time. And he was in this world where he had a garage and in the garage was different cars. And then to make money, he had like a, like a service bay, but people didn't have to come to it. It was just automatically generating money over and over again. It's stupid. And then he would just drive around, come back. Oh, I've got a million dollars, buy a new car, an upgraded car, and then drive around in that car. I feel like this is contributing to how stupid the new generations are. But here's the thing. I learned this too. Roblox is a publicly traded company. They what? have a stock ticker. They have a stock ticker. People are paying for a pointless thing. People are paying big money for this. And when COVID hit, Roblox stock made a good comeback. Made a lot of money. Interesting. Because people were home and bored. Well, it's it's the whole generational thing, right? Where you can literally give your child everything that they want to do in, in the form of, a, of an iPad. Mm-hmm. You can play Roblox on there. You can play Minecraft on there. You can watch YouTube. You can do other shit on an iPad. Mm-hmm. So when kids are home because of COVID, supposed to be doing their online learning, right? With air quotes. Uh and, and you don't want to listen to them whine because you've been cooped up in the house for three months. What do you do? You fucking feed them an iPad and let them play Roblox. Hmm. You know, there's some, there's some things in this life that, you know, one of the most annoying things that people say to me is, man, you must have, your life must be rough. You know, like God only gives, this is the worst. God only gives special people, special children to special people. Was that your Starbucks that- lady? No, no, she just wanted to pray for me. I think she oh. knew I was fucked. God pe- gives special people to sp- what? special kids to special people. Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something Ooh. like that. Ugh, it's cringe. It's, it's it's terrible cringe stuff. You know, like, but people are like, oh, I feel so bad for you. This is the thing. My kid is does not like typical things that normal kids do. Well, the last time we went on a trip... <laughs> where we hit a deer and wrecked our car you were right. there and we yeah. had to pick up 300 of his favorite hot wheels cars out of the back of the Subaru. yeah you had Stillwell angel and we have to take his cars across the country yeah. yes yes i um tempted to negotiate a lesser number of them and that did not work you just you just do what you do um but this is the thing even though this guy right here old, old armless skeletor 
right. was per- was purchased about let's see what time is it this was purchased about four hours ago and he's already armless and i'm not that happy about it but he was on clearance my child does not play roblox he does not play minecraft he does not care about pokemon he doesn't want to play (laughs) t-ball all of the things that make me irritated when i'm scrolling through my facebook and everybody's posting about how great their fucking lives are and i know it's a lie no, I don't got. No. I don't got any of it. Those people that post about how great their lives are are the same game show contestants I was talking about earlier. They They're get also on the there. same people that sign up their kids for Special Olympics. Exactly. Yeah, they get up there and they talk to Pat Sajak and they talk to Vanna from a distance and say, "Oh, my wonderful life, life, this whole bullshit." They're full of shit. Yes, because it goes back to that narcissism. Mm-hmm. Right? I need people to look at me. So I'm gonna post things that I care about and I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna paint this picture that's not a reality and people are gonna go, Oh, you're so lucky. What a wonderful life. You're doing mm-hmm. so well, you're so pretty. Oh my gosh, you're the prettiest person I know. Ugh <laughs> oh, fucking people suck. They do Shut suck. up with that bullshit. You Social know, and- media fucking ruined our society. The I I'm both irritated and slightly envious of that population and I'll tell you why. Um it's irritating because I know they're full of shit. And I know it's all look at me. It's all narcissism. It's all, you know, vague booking to get a reaction uh-huh. and the people take Yeah. Yeah, it's that I know that's what it's all about. And please correct me if I'm wrong, but there must be some sort of endorphins that kick in with the satisfaction of other people liking and clicking and telling you you're pretty and oh, being excited about all it's of a it. whole thing it's a whole thing it's already been documented there's there's i can't remember the name of it uh of course it's on netflix right everything's on netflix but the the documentaries right the whole docuseries thing um there's one out there that that dives into how though what you're just talking about now the clicks and the likes and the comments that people are, are, are begging for on social media. It's a mm-hmm. true mental illness. There is something hmm. wrong with you. I have not seen that. So I am, this is just all speculation on my part. This is just, a, a, you're this spot is, on. You're so, spot on. But I'm, I'm slightly. And the reason I say I'm slightly envious of these people is that they can take that little nugget of appreciation or whatever you want to call that from other people and they can run with it. And it makes them feel better and pushes them. I don't. It doesn't do a but fucking does really? thing for me. Well, ma- it really? makes I... makes them crazy to do more. Oh, exactly. And I don't think that we're we're really satisfying their need, right? We're we're it's it's like a drug, right? We're just giving them a small dose. They get a little bit of high each time, but then that high starts to wear off, and so they want something bigger and bigger and bigger, which is why their posts just get stupid, really stupid over time, right? Yes. And, and, and so, um, and so you, these people are posting these things, but they're, they're really just, tr- they're drawn from sh- straws, right? They're just looking for that one little, that one little positive thing in their life that they're going to blow up into this big thing to say, Hey, look at how great my life is. Right. So we're talking because about addiction. Addiction. It is full on addiction. Absolutely. And it's a mental illness and our society has completely fallen for it. 
right? When you look at the number of users for Facebook, the number of users for Instagram, all those platforms, Twitter, they're all the same. They're all going for the clicks and the retweets and the likes and all that shit. It's a fucking mental illness. Because at the end of the day, when you go to sleep at night, do you, does does anybody really remember what they clicked like on? No. Nobody remembers that shit. I don't even remember if I took my medication. Like, I don't fucking know. Yeah, but the only people that do remember are the people that are receiving those likes. And then they think about it. And they go, man, I only got 13 likes on that post. What am I going to post tomorrow to get more likes? It's a, it's a total fucking addiction. It's a mental illness. Interesting. Absolutely. So I, it, I, I guess maybe maybe we should come up with the name of this thing that you're taught this thing on Netflix that you're talking about because I haven't seen it and I, I'm just I'm just talking right now, but it's it would be interesting to compare the chemicals in the brainwaves of people like that versus people like me where my worst critic is me, I yes. dog myself. I down myself. Um, I'm the reason I am the reason I'm on medication. Nobody else. Yeah. And, and if I post something, it's because it's something that makes me happy and I don't give two right. fucks about it. But I like the fact that in one year, Facebook will remind me, remember this thing that you thought was cool. Yeah, I do. Thanks. That was great. Yeah. Good. Yeah. And it's, it's going to have seven likes to it and it won't matter it's, to me. Yeah. But see, here's the difference. And, and uh, you made a really good argument there, a really good point, is um, so we've got our own mental illness, mm-hmm. right? Whether it be depression, anxiety, whatever, right? But we recognize it. That's the difference. We recognize that there's something wrong and that we need to do something about it. And so we seek help, right, through counseling, through, you know, diet, exercise, medication, whatever the case may be, right? But we Mm -hmm. seek out the help to make ourselves better. These folks that are constantly, you know, clickbaiting you on on social media and always going for the comments and the likes and all the sorts, they don't seek help. They just go keep going for the drug, right? They just keep going for more. What's the next high? That's the difference. And so there's something wrong. Yes, I would agree with that. Yeah. Anyways, well, I'll get off the soapbox. So basically, I'm a doctor, is what you're saying right now. Pretty much. We're yeah. This is a <laughs> podcast of learning doctors. We're in family business. This is a family business. Prestige worldwide. Yeah. Research. Are you, drink- are you drinking out of a twist cap aluminum can there? That's our new sponsor. Didn't you hear? <laughs> no, I didn't These hear. These are the uh, unofficially, of course. Uh, but again, just like uh, the restaurant from last week, uh, maybe if we give them a little plug, we get a little taste. You know what I mean? Uh, this is the uh, Coors Light uh, Twist Cans, the One Pinters, the 16-ouncers. Do they have the mount- the Magic Mountains that change color when they're cold? Oh, yeah. yeah, but we've been on here so long that they're starting to turn. Oh, my blur. It's starting to turn, uh, well, normal color, I guess. Yeah. not blue anymore no so i'm drinking warm coors light which is still delicious because it's brewed and there's any toy companies that have action figures that want to sponsor us yeah even if you even if you can just send me arms please i don't know hasbro mattel this is mattel so there you yeah, go. Put, we, we, we're always we're always looking, looking for sponsors i don't care if you send me yeah. barbie arms for this guy so whatever <laughs> 
Anyways, I feel like we should probably get close to wrapping this thing up, huh? I agree. I, you know, um, and I'm going to let everybody down. I don't have a voicemail this time. I've got one, but I'm going to tease it. I'll tease it for the next episode. Um, because it's too long to let we're, we're out of time. Uh, we, we've gone too far now. Um, I'm going to tease it. it. I call it the drone lady. And I have <laughs> seven, I have seven voicemails from the same lady. Yes. Talking about now I'm drones. excited. And what kind of assistance she can get for policing drones. And but she this... blamed a certain group. They, she blamed a certain group for flying drones over her house. But you've never worked specifically in the drone field. Never. Ever. But I have seven but you, voicemails. But you have seven voicemails from someone who's concerned about that. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. So I'll just I'll just tease it, and then uh, you'll have to listen to the next episode to listen to. Oh, the you know lady. what? I did I lie? Is this a voicemail? Oh, don't, te- don't tease. Don't double tease us, and then not follow oh, through. Wait a minute. No, that's not it. I thought I sent myself one. I, I, so I'm just gonna say um, thank you to our father for sending me about a million emails and messages about used cars for sale. So thank you for that. Yeah. Our father. Uh, no, I don't, some things. I don't have a voicemail. Sorry. I fucked it up. It's okay. It's all right. Well, there'll be we'll more next it. week. Yeah, yeah. I wrote, I wrote a lot of expensive citations this week, so there'll be more. Yeah. And tonight we just don't have enough time for the drone lady, but we will, we'll make time for the next episode. I'm 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 gonna ask about it as soon as we fire it up. <laughs> I'll have her queued up. All right. Okay. Appreciate it. Cool. Okay. I nice think we're gonna chat. sign off. Yeah, it was a great chat. Uh, did, I think we hit did a lot we of... vent? Did we vent enough tonight? I I vented, and uh, I know we weren't that funny tonight, but damn it, we hit some good topics. I feel. What am I listening to? A dog drinking water. Oh, it's really loud. Yeah, he's about 110 pounds. Oh, okay. It's like having a horse in the house. <laughs> yeah, that's Baron, the same si- Shepherd. Same size shits as a horse? Uh, yeah, larger. It's like picking up bear shit in the yard. Okay, on okay. that note, bear shit in the yard. Have a good night. Good night. <laughs> See ya. Thank you very much. Goodbye.